Welcome back to another edition of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Inferna. We're at Forts Athletics. We equip coaches and athletes with the tools they seek out in order to achieve their unique and specific goals. And today we're going to spend some time talking about confidence as being the fourth trait or fourth aspect in the uh, hierarchy or pyramid or model of focus. And confidence could be looked at in one of two ways. Confidence based on prior outcomes and prior results in competition or confidence based on preparation in a more controllable and stable environment. So what I mean by feeling confident based on prior experiences or prior results, let's say you know we, we compete in a meet on a Saturday and we throw the weight 18 meters, male or female, throw 18 meters, uh, we feel probably pretty good about that. Set a personal best. We're high up on the uh, the nationals list. We may have qualified provisionally uh, for Division Two. We're uh, in the top ten for Division Three, let's say, and uh, we feel good. We're confident in our abilities because we were able to perform well at a given time in that specific meet in that situation. Now, what happens? And I've seen it happen before. But when we have a a big performance one week and we follow that up with a lackluster performance the following week, it doesn't mean that our skill set changed, right? We have the physical tools, more or less. We possess those traits, those skills, to throw 18 meters in the weight. But if we throw 15 meters the following week, we might not feel as confident We might not feel as comfortable because, oh my goodness, now meet three, who knows which thrower is going to show up? Is it going to be thrower who who qualified for nationals or is it going to be the thrower who uh, threw 15 meters and was over 10 meters under, or 10 feet rather under their their personal best? So there's a couple ways to look at it. We could look at it based on prior outcomes, prior results. Uh, research suggests that confidence based on prep, your preparation and training, your training sessions in the weight room, training sessions in uh, practice, is more controllable and that's more stable, right? We have more control over those day-to-day, right? Which in the long run, those day-to-day should help support, uh, nurture those uh, Saturday or Friday meet performances, if that makes sense. Um, and if we feel comfortable on the day-to-day, if we know that we are achieving our microscope goals, if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing on a day-to-day basis, that should help us, based on research, feel more comfortable and feel more confident because we are putting in the work, we're putting in the effort, we're doing what it takes in order to, to build, you know, put, the, put those small building blocks together in order for us to feel um, more comfortable and more confident in our abilities when, when we compete. 
Uh, it's really interesting, right? Like, because we could have the same situation in practice. Our, and I'm sorry, we could have the same situation happen in competition based on those two schools of thought with confidence. Confidence based on prior outcomes, prior results, or confidence based on um, prior... Um, goodness, lost my train of thought again here. Confidence based on our those controllable situations that are more stable, the day-to-day practice. So what happens if we have great practices on the day-to-day and we show up and we go to a meet and maybe we don't perform as well as we wanted to? Then what happens? Well, then we kind of need to reassess the situation. We need to be honest with ourselves. Were we having a good week of practice, right? Did we have one or two glimpses of light as our throws in practice, which gave us the false sense of security of throwing really well in a meet when maybe it it matters most? Because those one or two throws, kind of like good drives or good shots in golf, right? Where if you're playing golf, I'm the most amateur of amateur golfers. But uh, if you are like me and you have one or two good holes out of 18 and you play decent on two holes and maybe you get a par and a birdie and uh, the other holes you spray the ball all over the place, you shoot like a 110, but you have two very good holes. Those two holes are going to bring you back. And are you going to play again? Because, wow, I had two good holes. Maybe the next time I might have three or maybe four. Or maybe I might start putting together like five or six or seven or eight consecutive shots that are better, that, um, you know, are going to help me feel (laughs) more confident in my abilities to perform well on the golf course. So we got to be careful when we toe that line because you can walk into a meet feeling confident in your own abilities and you need to stay aware of those abilities. You need to stay aware of, of that because we can only control how far we're going to be able to control. So if we're confident in our abilities that we're going to be able to throw 18 meters no matter what or as Lance Deal uh, once shared in a training um, with me, um, all right, let's get back here. We got our train of thought back. So, at a conference in December of 2015 at the Spire Institute, Lance Deal spoke about um, you know his expectations of of throwing when he was competing internationally uh, and domestically, and he talked about the 90% rule that he said that at any given time, an athlete at that level, elite level, for example, should be able to throw within 90% of their personal best every single day, no matter what, getting off the plane, flying halfway across the world, being jet lagged, that you should be able to do that at any given moment. So if you look at a, a 20 meter weight thrower, So in theory, you should be able to throw at least 18 meters at any given time, no matter what, right? Or if, um, you know, 50 meter discus thrower, you should be able to throw within, you know, at least 45 meters at any given time, right? So 
So we should have the confidence built in ourselves. Well, not we should. But the confidence is built based on those day-to-day positive outcomes, positive situations that happen to us that we put together, right? So those process goals, doing the little things every single day are going to stack up and build up, which should help us feel more comfortable, more confident in our abilities moving forward when we compete, as opposed to basing our confidence on prior meet performances or one or two good throws in practice a week out of 50 or 100. So that's really kind of like the differences here. This is an interesting one to, to talk about because confidence is going to look different for everybody and it's going to feel different for everybody. Uh, today I talked a little bit about uh, composure. Uh, well, today, today's Wednesday. Nope, it's not Wednesday. It's Tuesday the 7th. Uh, December 7th. So when you're going to be listening to this, it's probably going to be Thursday the 9th, I'm guessing. I don't really edit anything, so I could probably just post it today. Uh, But when we talked about composure, I shared some videos on Instagram. One of Adrian Blewett-Wilson throwing at Kent State uh, 0405 and Derek Woodski throwing at Kent State 0405. And they entered the circle differently. Right, but they have the same mindset in regards to I want to throw far, I want to achieve a certain goal, I have this specific technical model in my head, and this is what I'm going to uh, perform for this particular throw. And two totally different uh, entrances into the circle. Derek's a little bit more fired up, Adrian's a little calmer, more uh, relaxed, right? But that's not to say that. Derek's not calm and relaxed either. That's his way of being calm and relaxed. So confidence is going to look different for different people. Some, of, some might have this specific look in their eyes. Some might have a specific body language. They, the way they, they walk, the way they keep their shoulders back. They don't kind of like slouch. The way they keep their head up. They don't kind of like look at the ground when, when they're talking to people. They're able to make con- eye contact. It's going to look different for everybody. But this is really an internal piece that individual athletes should think about, should be reflective about, and should be mindful of in competition or even in practice of trying to figure out what is going to be the best, uh, you know, best means of, you know, performing at, at a track meet. So I hope this uh, episode was helpful. We're going to post some more on Instagram as well. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, Of what like visual differences might be. Confidence is an interesting one because I don't uh, know what that looks like for people. Because what they display on the outside might not necessarily reflect how they are feeling inside. uh, If that makes sense. Thanks for listening to our episode today on confidence. My name is Charles Inferno. You've been listening to the Force Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast. Thank you very much and have a great day.